Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the many impediments to getting stimulus money. One of the newest programs is the Main Street Lending Program in the United States. And this program is designed to help medium-sized businesses that have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. And when you look at any business, there's the basic financial scorecard consisting of the income statement and the balance sheet. That's every bit as true today in a moment of crisis as it would be in normal times. Businesses that have experienced a massive drop in income as a result of the pandemic have taken a hit on the income statement. The income statement speaks only to income and expenses. The balance sheet captures the assets and liabilities. How much cash does the company have? How much does the company owe? What cash is expected to come in the near future? And what fixed assets does the company own that have intrinsic value? All these items are shown on the balance sheet. If you have an income statement problem, perhaps a drop in revenue or an increase in expenses, the best sustainable solution is also found on the income statement. You may want to increase revenue or perhaps cut expenses, but all too often, the proposed solution to an income statement problem is to lend the company money. And if the problem is truly a short-term problem, then a short-term loan might be a good solution. But simply taking on more debt might not be the right long-term solution. Under the Main Street program, banks will lend anywhere between $250,000 and $300 million to businesses that were creditworthy before the economic crisis began. The Federal Reserve will then buy a 95% stake in those loans, leaving the originating banks with a 5% exposure to the credit risk. Out of the 11,000 federally insured banks and credit unions, 260 lenders have completed the registration process to participate in the program, and there's another 174 that are still signing up. It's really not that many lenders in the program. The participation in the program has also been very small from the borrower side. So I decided to take a closer look to see why this program might be having trouble getting off the ground. I clearly understand that when government's handing out bailout money, even if it's a loan, the government needs to perform its due diligence and prevent fraud from happening. Borrowers need to substantiate their need for the money, and so that it's actually solving the problem the legislators set out to solve. It means providing a robust application process, probably lots of supporting documentation, to make it more difficult for borrowers to commit fraud. Now, I went through the lending criteria for the various Main Street programs, and I have to tell you, the rules are incredibly complex, and the documentation to qualify for the loan is heavyweight to say the least. There's over 30 documentation deliverables that have to accompany each loan application, and the restrictions are immense. For example, the borrower must commit to refrain from repaying the balance or paying interest on any other debt until the new loan is repaid in full, unless that debt or instrument payment is mandatory. So, they don't want this low interest money to be used to replace more expensive money. But that actually doesn't make any sense. Let's say your business could survive with lower carrying costs for its debt or perhaps more generous repayment terms. But if you take a Main Street loan, you have to keep your existing loans in place and pay the additional interest associated with the Main Street loan on top of your existing debt. The Main Street loan, whether secured or unsecured, is not allowed to be in lower priority than any other debt the company might have the possible exceptional mortgage debt. The borrower can borrow up to four times this 2019 earnings before subtracting interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. The restrictions on the loan are numerous. Except for tax distributions, loans under the program facilities 
prohibit the payment of dividends or making capital distributions with respect of any of the borrower's common stock while the loan is outstanding and for 12 months after repayment of the loan in full. In fact, it took me nearly an hour to fully come to terms with this lengthy list of restrictions. Virtually every sentence reads like another rule that would disqualify a wide category of borrowers. Knowing how businesses operate, I cannot see many real businesses agreeing to the terms of these loans. Not because they're all that unsavory, but because they're that difficult to meet. I predict we'll see this major loan program go largely unused. There's going to be a large number of businesses that could use the money, but simply can't access it. And they're going to go into bankruptcy anyway. There's government programs for big businesses and industries like the airline industry. There's unemployment benefits for workers that have lost their jobs. And the payroll protection program is a small program that provided a small amount of lifeline stimulus, but not enough to really save a business. The big question is that missing middle, those tens of thousands of medium-sized businesses that each employ hundreds or thousands of people. They're the forgotten ones that will be left out in the cold. As real estate investors, we're making daily investment decisions based on what's happening in the larger economy. And if business failures are going to multiply despite government efforts to help, we real estate investors need to pay close attention. Our revenue comes from the combination of demand and ability to pay. Demand by itself is irrelevant without the ability to pay. So if the economy is really going down, we need to know. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.